Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. <laughs> with Andy Hart. That's a really interesting point. Andy. This microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> no, I think I said that, Andy. And Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Hannibal. Mister. Dot Commer on Weei.com. Off Day Podcast, Week Sixteen. Week 16 of the NFL season, and unex- I guess surprisingly, we have a game to talk about this week. An important game. Big sure. game. One of the great big AFC's battles of recent memory. Probably uh, you haven't had this important of a game in the division late in the year since 09, maybe? I don't know. A long time. Did you do any research? No, I hadn't. But before that, we should probably touch... We've already discussed it at length. But Videotaping misunderstanding. Not Spygate 2. I hate no, that. I hate we're not that. using that. Videotaping. Even though generally the person who posts our podcast, whoever that is, puts Spygate 2 in the headline. Please don't do that this time. Okay. Um, any updated thoughts? Um, it's not going away like I had hoped it would. It's being overblown like I'd hoped it wouldn't to More the point. So, like locally. That's the surprising part. Locally and nationally with, you know, friends of the uh, organization. Teddy Bruski. Fogs, yeah. Teddy Bruski, Randy Moss. They're not necessarily going all in on a Patriot defense, and I think they've been pretty... A lot of people have been very harsh on, even if it is a mistake, how can you make this mistake? You're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. We all make mistakes. Now, sometimes we get away with them, and they kind of get brushed under the rug, and sometimes people notice, and they don't. Um, Yeah, it certainly looks like this is going to drag on into January, potentially. Because you got Christmas next week. Yeah. If, if it doesn't happen this week, it's probably not going to happen next week because it's Christmas. So then you target maybe the bye week? That's still three weeks from now. That's a long time. It is a long time, and that's too long for the haters, the Darren Ravels of the world to... Yeah, what's up with him? Uh, he's a dink. Like, misinformed, I mean, comes completely, across arrogant. Oh, the unbelievable DB factor with him is just oozing through his tweets got into a nice fight with Lou but um just yeah no thanks and I have been stunned I look at it this way I said this on our on our airwaves today like I can understand people thinking it could be cheating it's the Patriots it's video what I can't understand is people unable to think it could be just Just b-roll for a feature yes and a lot of people like Ravel immediately oh the only thing this could be is cheating. Or what are you doing a documentary on how to steal signals? Like, you don't think that could just B-roll for what the scout sees when he's looking through his... Bin- like, and some people just won't even accept that that's a possibility. Right. And that has stunned me. And even people locally looking, watching the video, some people come away with like, oh, this definitely goes against the Patriots. Like, no, that's exactly what the Patriots said. Right. That's exactly what they said was going to be captured. Right. And, of the sideline and the field, because that's when the scout is looking at. I don't correct. know how hard that is to understand. And then the fact that it's you, you get to see that it's not married up with a clock or a play sheet or an exact right. part of the game. How are you turning that around and tying it together? Like, and then also like um, the video recording of the the I guess we can say his name, Dave Mondello, being yep. confronted by Bengals some jackass, security. some total like, jackass. People saying, "Oh, he sounded scared, like he got caught." Like. What did you want him to right. act? Like how, what would have made it him, in his trouble. reaction better? Right. I mean, any security of any kind is sort of pulling you out of your job or your comfort zone or whatever your life right. and aggra- 
and aggressively going after you. That's oh, he, the other thing. Yeah. He was being interrogated by a guy who thinks he matters and he doesn't. The damage has already yeah. been done. Like he, he, it was like he was reading a bad script. Right. Right. I keep saying it's like one of those movies that goes straight to DVD and a wrestler plays this in security guy. He's not a real actor. He's a wrestler trying to break into acting and it's bad acting. The guy is literally, I want to punch him based on the way he is. So, so you're being attacked. How are you supposed to react? Probably nervously. Right. Exactly. And you probably realized, oh, shoot, I, I effed up. up. Yes. Right. And then there's not really much to add, just other than until an actual ruling comes down, which we don't think is going to happen for another couple of weeks. Right. And we've had the statement from Dave Mondillo, which yep. I don't know was a good idea. It was probably in reaction to him being named in the Globe story. Right. Saying he was suspended. And my guess is an indication that he's not necessarily working with the team at this point, putting out his own through the team. PR. Yeah. So that I found a little bit weird. Um, but more so just, <laughs> excuse me, the reaction in the media and the ex-players and people that you would think would be so pro-Patriot Patriot and not. Belichick. Um, and then sort of this whole reaction. Um, we had somebody send us some, some Florio stuff where Florio's talking about what to me is a normal investigation. They would look no into question. emails, text, try to tie this to Belichick. Like how, like. That that's what an investigation does. You can't right. take people for their words. You need we, to find right. actual. Evidence. We believe you, but you know what? Uh, the old Ronald Reagan quote: right. "Trust but verify." Right. Bill, we want to believe you that you had nothing to do with this. So just show us you had nothing. Not to, not show even, us your producers' Bill, just, texts. Just the Patriots. Can you show email, us what right. you need? Tell me where this went, and as long as these chain emails don't have Bill Belichick on them or Bears Nigerian or any football tie-ins. Right. Then you're good. We believe you. Right. We'll move on. I, I don't think it's bombastic in any way. I no, think and, it's... and if you're the Patriots, if you believe for everything that they say and what their word is, you probably say have no problem with that. Like, I actually here. want it. Right. I, I actually want that out there to prove to the public that there say, was nothing going even on. Even saying here, like, put these publicly. Like, send out something. Send Leak it to somebody. Say, here, we have this, this, and this, so you can actually believe us. Like, right. that, that's good for the Patriots. Right. So... But that's enough about that. It's going to go on for a while. It's going to be Patriots haters hating on the team, Patriots yep. defenders like me defending the team because we're homers and unobjective and blah, blah, well, blah, I don't even blah, like blah. To, That's the thing that bothers me, too. It's not like, I wouldn't say we're necessarily homers of the team. No. Like, we have no problem criticizing People on Twitter team. don't think we are. Right, but yet... We Heck, our of, own boss doesn't think we are. But yet we see this being just a complete misunderstanding and actually see it for A guy made a mistake. Yes. That's the bottom line. A guy made a mistake that... If you believe the Globe he's, has cost him a suspension, who knows if it ends up costing him more than that. He made a mistake. It happens. We all do it. But he was in a position where I guess he couldn't make that mistake. Correct. Okay. So let's talk about some other stuff that just popped into my head. Okay. Um, so the Patriots offense is looking. We're going to get into the game because we do have a good game. But yep. we'll do that towards the tail end. We'll okay. move. Um, the Patriots offense could use receivers, right? Impact receivers. Sure could. They've moved on from a couple impact receivers throughout the course of the season, or at least one impact receiver, one former impact receiver. Who are you talking about? Antonio, Antonio Brown? Brown and Josh Gordon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Neither yeah. of whom are available to any teams moving forward. Well, nope. certainly not one. <laughs> nope. uh, Josh Gordon has been suspended again. Well, then um, if you believe Mike Freeman, Antonio Brown's Antonio on Brown is going to be suspended, potentially six games, potentially a year. Who knows? Um, it's Mike Freeman, so he's fresh off a report where he said 20 teams were interested in Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's in he's in the uh, Jason Lock and Four camp. Who did I see tweeted out that uh, Terrell Suggs will not be reporting to the Chiefs, and then like five minutes later, oh, I missed that. Schefter tweeted out Terrell Suggs will be reporting to the Chiefs. I missed that. That's tremendous. I need to go back and verify that. But um, so yeah, Josh Gordon. It's unfortunate, although I think you may have an answer to all those people who were saying why they let them. He had the great. 
the diving catch the other day. Yes. You know, the Patriots let this guy go for nothing. What are they doing? What were they thinking? I think you saw what they were doing, what they were thinking. I don't know when he failed a test. Right. Which, by the way, he may have failed multiple tests. I don't know if it's one P that gets substance abuse and PEDs because he got both. He got nabbed for the whole kit and, and caboodle. And we think this is the first time he's got both. Yes, even though he's probably lucky because some of the... F- I just almost swore. Um, old school shots of him with like running with his shirt off where he's just yeah. DK Metcalf-esque. Right. And these guys where you're like, wow, that that's freakishly big, fast, cut, vascular, whatever. What's your point here? Well, these are two Patriots receivers who people think they should have kept, but had they kept them, they wouldn't have them. Yes. That, that, and that you wouldn't true. have Mohamed Sanu. And you wouldn't have at least probably started a little bit of this Nikhil Harry. all in on Nikhil Harry. All right, I see where you're going. So if they would have stuck with Gordon, you would have gotten minimal production. Because let's be fair, with the Seahawks, he was good for one catch again. Right, he's nothing. He, he wasn't very good here. He wasn't very good there. He just, pe- he's Patriots done. fans wanted someone to make him be better than he was in Seattle. If I were a, a, a skeptic or a cynic, I would say he realized here that he was toast, that yep. he couldn't get open, that he was gassed all the time. And maybe dabbled with something to try to get his legs back, to try to get back into making plays. Skeptic, no idea, just looking at sort of the tea leaves from afar. But my point is, you're maybe better suited, even though it looks like crap and the offense stinks. And I have no faith in Sanu and Edelman's banged up and you're putting all your eggs in this breakout December slash January for Nikhil Harry. You're probably a little bit better off than if you had tried to keep these guys. And they were both gone now all of a sudden. Because it was like last year when Josh Gordon left late. You did, right. You, had you to scrambled and to had to find it. Remember, you, people tried to spin it. You get back to your roots. Edelman in the short passing game. You weren't forcing yeah, it sure. to blah, 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 blah. So I'm putting a positive spin on this. Our boss will like that. Okay. He likes positive spins. Um, why didn't Philip Dorsett and Jacoby Myers play much against the Cincinnati Bengals? Because I think they're all in that their three receivers are... Mohamed Sanu, Nikhil Harry, and, and Julian Edelman. But that's sort of a issue. Mohammed, Why? I, like, I was big on Mohamed Sanu. He stinks. He does. Now, are we giving him the benefit of the doubt? I'm not using the ankle as an excuse. Okay, then he stinks. He, he was hurt for one game. Like, let's give him that. But this has been... Now, what? it's not all on him. He, he got hurt when? Against the Eagles? Like, that was three, four weeks ago. But it's not all on him. No. Thomas Edward missed him twice with what would have been a... Nice touchdown. Yep. I forgot the yardage. What would the yardage have been on that touchdown the end of the second quarter? So a 30-yard touchdown, and early in the game, that little crossing flag pattern, say a 15 or a 20-yard game. Brady threw to, like, the center field bleachers. Yes. So two catches right there for, like, 50-something yards. But but then the drop on fourth down. Well, he has a – you know how baseball players have a hole in their swing? Yep. Don't throw to him on fourth down. It's the hole in his swing. Like, these passes are catchable. They're not great passes, but they're Not catchable. the ones that he got they overthrown. In, they hit him in the hand. Yeah, yeah the oh, fourth, those the are catches. The fourth down yes. ones are catchable. Yes, the fourth down. Yeah, let's put that play away. The dragging him across for just ahead of the chain's not going to work anymore. Don't do that anymore. He doesn't catch it. Um, I don't have much. But you know I haven't had faith since the day he arrived. I've lost faith. Well, you should have. You have no reason to have faith. He's. I saw our stat and put it in my column today. He's Ooh. 75th of 83 qualifying wide receivers in yards per pass route run since he joined the Patriots. I believe that. That's terrible. Because his best game was that game that you thought it was good, and I right. said, wait, he had to run 14, I mean, have 14 targets to get 80 yards? Right. That's not efficient. Right. But that brings me to my point with Harry. Everybody's making such a huge deal about him. Harry must be better on that because he doesn't play a ton. He's got a couple touchdowns now. Probably is. <laughs> but, like, everybody's saying Harry's broken out. Like, he's, you know, shining and this and that. 
He's played four games, and the most yards he's had is 18. That's not good. Well, can you give him the 22 rushing or whatever? Sorry, he had? I can't do that. Like, yes. Those are yards, too. It's nice that he's running more routes, playing more. They're letting him do more things. He's your number three receiver. But like you said about Dorsett and Sanu, like, you need more. You need big plays. Okay, so better chance that Nikhil Harry um, ignites this passing tack and leads them to the Super Bowl. Okay. Or I win the $375 million Mega Millions tonight. I guess it's Nikhil Harry. Ooh. Okay, see? So you're saying there's a chance. There's a, there's a small chance. Um, small no, chance. it's baby steps. It's nice little – it's Bill saying the touchdown wouldn't have happened a couple weeks or a month ago. Things okay. like that. It's baby steps. But you like, but you would have liked these baby steps that have happened in September. Well, you know what they say. What? Beggars can't be choosers. Yep. Right? We don't always get what we want. But if he can do it, now, I don't think he can. I think he can do this where he can make a nice catch, make a nice play. And that'd be all well and good if you had other guys right. in front of him. But that's not the he case. He needs to be like, They're especially with Edelman, I don't know where he's going physically. Neither do I. Because he probably should have sat out last week, didn't. And now he can't sit out this week. I mean, he can, but he can't. You you have a very big game at home against a good defense. You need him. And then maybe you can sit him out against Miami. Maybe. Maybe, because you might need that game for seeding. But he's getting banged up, and I don't see him getting better all of a sudden. Dr. Chow doesn't feel good about it. Dr. Chow. No, Dr. Chow out of San Diego. Oh, what did he say? He wrote about tendonitis. and Doc Flynn. Jumping off one foot, not the other foot, and not breaking out of cuts with the left foot. Well, that foot. was the thing on, on Sunday was he wasn't really making any cuts. It was just no, like... he couldn't the, run. The, the passes that he caught were like comeback routes that really weren't his style, but they just did it because that's... And the, the timing was all off. Right. All And, and everybody's... I heard... I forget what who it was yesterday, like criticized the chemistry between Brady and Edelman. Like that was because Edelman was hurt. Right. I don't know why somebody That was like one of the wheels fell off and the car's not running right. Well, one of the wheels fell off. Right. Like that's Yeah, that was that's dumb. But you might not get it back. I mean he's not he's not capable of being Nikhil Harry, like a possession boxer guy. I can't move anymore, but throw it and I'll box him out and catch it. He needs his His game is his game, right? He needs those legs, ankles, arms. Yeah. Right now he has a lower body injury, a mid body injury, an upper body (laughs) injury. Not good. Right? You know, it's true. So, like, where am I supposed to throw the ball where you're not hurt? Like, what? what's your strength? Right? It's sort know. of like the Patriots offense. What's his strength Strength right now? To me, like, he, Edwin gets praised for his toughness. But shouldn't somebody, if it's wow. him or the coaching staff, yes, step the in, adult and, in the room and say, you know, Julian, like, I, I, we appreciate how tough you are. We know how tough you are. But just sit out today, yes. please. Yes, and it's not... Because I know, you know how Bill likes to, well, it's really a medical decision once they say he's medically. N- no, no, it isn't. This is a football decision because he can play. Like he was sa- able to play. The same reason why you force the ball and Nikhil Harry on some plays, you can dictate players' roles in games. And so right. you, you can dictate Julian Edelman potentially not playing. Just because a guy can physically get on a football field doesn't mean you should put him out there. And I'm sorry. Like, just I heard some people saying, like, oh, well, he was Who out. are these people? Name them. This one specifically, I think, was Tom Curran. Okay. Saying that. Ellen was out there getting double covered, and if he wasn't out there, that wouldn't have happened, so it would have negatively impacted the entire offense. It didn't positively impact That's the That's what offense. I mean. Like, I, I think once the, once the game got going, the Bengals realized what Edelman was, and I don't think they were double covered well, much in the second half. All they got as it was was a couple screen passes and the scramble play to Harry. Harry? That's I mean, basically the— I mean, Brady had, what, 128 yards passing? You had 22 on a dump off to White in the flat to start the game. You had 23 on a well-executed screen pass to end that drive. 
that's 50, so that's like, 45 yards, whatever. That's, that's 45% of your total output. Right. So that was your offense. Then you had the nice seven-yard touchdown. Um, you had the other touchdown was at eight-yard. Like, yep. There wasn't a lot there to the passing game anyway. Well, the running game. I know Bill like praised it. And Me too. I, and I know it came against the worst run defense in the league. But was that maybe a sign that that could be what we saw last year? Um, depends how. No. No. I don't really buy it. I don't either. Because they are the worst run defense in football. There's so no you should have done that. Right. And you weren't exactly dominant. No. Now, I liked what I saw from Sony because there wasn't a cheap run. Nope. It was just a nice, solid 80-whatever-yard day. Yards. Right. Solid. Uh, got some early that helped the early drive. Got some late that he you're trying to run the clock out. He had some runs that he made happen. Yes. Now, he also had a couple that were just hit the seam and go right. for 12 yards or whatever. Um, you got a nice chunk run on the touchdown by Burkhead. My, my take is, I guess, if you're going to do anything this offense, it's going to have to be through the run game. You can't count on the passing game. You can't count on Nikhil Harry changing the off. Changing you the can't pass count game. on the running game either. But you have a better chance of that happening because of your defense. Like Brady... With, with, okay, with, if that's your argument, then yes. With Jim Gray... Uh, I'd rather Gray. go three and out that takes, you know... Two and a half minutes, then three and out that takes 32 seconds. Did you hear Brady with Jim Gray on Monday? I believe I did. For the first time, I think, in recent memory, he's sort of come to grips with this offense being what it is. Well, he's... Taking care of the ball. Completed 50% of his passes for five straight games. So it's, it's And then so he has to go out and watch because he's contractually obligated, obligated to watch the games and do the halftime interview. He has to go watch a guy throw one incompletion who, oh, I don't know, That's is true. within two years of his <laughs> age. I mean, he is, does have Michael Thomas that he's throwing passes to. So Julian Edelman. Michael Thomas is better than Jul- Julian Edelman. No, Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer, people tell me. Okay. So, but I guess... I know, I know, I know that whole argument. Their line is better too, but but Drew Brees is better right now. No question. And Drew Brees right now, and I think this will bother Tom more than anything. He, I don't think he cares about the records. Drew Brees could poke holes in the TB12 method. He could because Drew Brees takes care of himself. We see Drew Brees do a lot of pliability and all the arms and warm ups and various things, but so does everybody else, right? Tom Brady has sold the TB12 method as special, different. You Imagine if LeBron James did this, how much he could play and how much, like, oh, Drew Brees is coming on strong right and behind you, Tom. he looks pretty damn good. Yeah, he, uh, he looks pretty good. <laughs> Completing passes. And it's not all because he's in a dome yeah. or anything like that. Does it help? Yes. But it yes. Does, it's, it's like a small portion of the puzzle. And, but he also doesn't pretend to be perfect either. Nope. Like he hurt his thumb, he missed some time, and now he comes back from the thumb and picks up where he left off. Like and he, he can get hurt. It's like it's right, not like, unlike Tom, yeah. who doesn't get hurt until he tells you that he's hurt when he completes fifty percent of his passes and loses to the uh, and, Chiefs and comes to the post game podium with a wrap on. Hey, his everybody, look at this! I well, took a helmet off my elbow. That brings me to my next point. Is he hurt today? Bill Belichick, for the first time, I think ever. Yes. Admitted in a press conference that Tom Brady has missed time in practice. And Andy Hart's immediate reaction was, it's very convenient that he's now telling us basically how the uh, quarterback is breaking down, can barely make it through practices in the season, when he himself, Tom Brady, I mean, Bill Belichick, decided not to give him an extension because he's worried about he's 42. I just found that interesting. I, conspiracy I'm, theorists could think that. I don't know if that's a conspiracy. I think that's the truth. Well, no, because he was asked about Tom Brady's availability. No, he was asked about the question today. But Brady was involved. It was with Brady being on the injury report, dot, 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 other Jared quarterbacks. Stidham Jared Stidham and Cody Kessler, how have they done? But Brady's in that. Like, he he's on the injury report. And if you're on the injury report, it means you're missing practice time unless you're a full participant. And he hasn't always been a full participant. But Belichick 
could have just stuck with, oh, Jared's done a great oh, job. You know, I firmly believe every time he says something, there's a reason. There's a rhyme. So the rhyme with this one is sort of what you said. Well, well wait a minute. That's <laughs> what we're interpreting. How else is there to interpret Maybe that? Maybe he just, for a half a second, was honest and was like, yeah, Tom's missed some practice and let's open up some opportunities. I mean, I don't think he said it directly with, like, the going back to the Garoppolo trade in mind or the contract. No. Or my life. I mean, guys barely held together. You see this? Duct tape and tore it all out there. It's amazing. <laughs> we even get him on the field every week. Well, then you have the Mike Giardi report. Good luck to him in L.A. next year. The Mike Giardi report even harping to me again today how much you know, Brady was flasking his elbow before the game, trying to loosen it up, like right. doing a lot of that. Because he clearly had. Now, I would like to differentiate because to me, there's two injuries. There's the pre-helmet and then the helmet. Because he was on the injury report. For a while, we had the rap sheet Friday member that he could that barely it, finish that was practice. When it started. Yep, Friday against the, before the Cowboys. And Stidham had to take all the reps and all that crap. So that's a that's more of a from afar. You say, oh, he's got tendonitis, yeah, thrower's like elbow, tear, whatever. Yeah, he's breaking down because he's forty two. But then the helmet could happen to anybody. Right now, what's affecting him? What's worse right now? Is it a continuation of the breakdown, or is the helmet exacerbated the breakdown? Is the helmet now the bigger issue? Then the breakdown itself. Because I think it's fair to say that he was impacted by his elbow on Sunday. Well, he usually. But how do you explain the good throws? That's because a lot of people are now saying he's hurt. That's why these throws. That's why he's missing Sony Michelle. That's why he's missing Mohamed Sanu. Okay, so how come he didn't miss Nikhil Harry? Because it's a consistency thing. Zipped it in there nicely. Okay, that can happen. Well, there's also the theory because the other really nice throw of late was the James White touchdown, where he stepped up and then zipped it to him right at the goal line, yeah. the little in-cut. Fans have theorized, well, his arm is sore. He can't throw. He doesn't have the regular velocity throwing motion. But when he steps up and his whole body is into it, sort of like a crow hop from an outfielder, when everything's into it, he can do it. I didn't shoot it down. Not a bad theory. It's it's an interesting theory. Not a bad theory. But (coughs) I'm still sick. Do you have more on this topic or do you want to get into the Pro Bowl? Um, Which topic? The Brady offense topic. Uh, Do I feel good about the offense? No. I don't either. Will I feel good about the offense as of uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock? Maybe. Probably not. Maybe. Why? They could be going to Miami. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> that might be my postgame column. Very positive spin I like to put on things the holiday season. It's a gift to our readers. I feel like they deserve positivity. I'm like Brady. I really try to stay positive most of the time. <laughs> I let you wear me down for a while. You got me in a negative mode, but I'm coming out the other side positive. It's Christmas time. I'm pretty positive. team's not all that good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do I think I'm going to feel better? You don't honestly think you're going to feel better about the offense after. I mean, if they go out and score 24 points against this Bills defense. Do they literally score or do they get the ball at the 30 from a turnover and then there's a muffed punt that they were to whatever? Like, I think there's a 20% chance that 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 does come to fruition, that the offense does move the ball 70 yards down the field. Like, How I, many 70-yard drives will they have? Four? Four? Oh, I'll feel better about the offense. Okay. I just have the, I'm maybe I'm positive too. I just have this gut that there's Why are we being so positive? I don't know. What gives you reason to be positive? I, I How's just, Shaq Mason? He was out at practice today, which is a good sign. Okay. He's been out at practice almost all year. He, he had got, that little stint. He got hurt against the, the Bengals, an ankle injury late. Correct. Um So what do we all believe needs to happen for the offense to get better? Oh, the offensive line. Okay. So Theoretically or arguably, whatever he's supposed to be, your best offensive lineman is more banged up than he's been, correct? All right, so you run to the left side, run behind Tooney and win. 
what are we, Rich McKay's Bucks, where we only run in one direction? Why'd you run that way? Because I was on that side of the field. I wanted to be able to see what they were doing. What are we doing here? It's my theory. Just run, run. It's a terrible theory. They ran for, a, what, what was it, 160-something yards? Yes. All right. 70. That, that 170 yards. That, that's a positive. Oh, so you're going to play the Bengals in the playoffs, the worst run defense in football. The Chiefs is close. Yeah, except what's the difference? They're good, and they can score a lot of points. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying. We, Grasping at straws. They, they rode the run game of the Super Bowl last year. You have a better They're going to do it again, of, They have right? a better chance of doing it this year because your defense is so much better. And they have a worse chance because your offensive line, running back, and tight end are worse in passing game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot harder. It's going to be harder. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but that's your best chance. That's your best People chance. think you're negative by nature, and you really are, because when you try to sell positive, it is so <laughs> phony and so fake, you can't even do it. No, but I kind of believe that. You think they're going to flick the switch and run the ball and run right? I think that's your only chance. I know it's their only chance, but are they going to do it? It's I, not their only chance. I shouldn't say that. I, Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, and James White, in theory, if those three are playing at a good level, right, productive then, level, yeah, then that's have, enough of a passing game. Yeah, but then you have Edelman's health. That's a question. Harry getting up to speed. So there's questions there, too. Oh, I have no I, faith in I can in put Harry. holes in that argument, too. Oh, no doubt. It's a holy argument. I just feel better about the run game after the Bengals game. Because they played the worst run defense in football. But you could say the same thing that last year. I feel better about Stephon Gilmore because he played a terrible quarterback who throws the ball to him. Well, you know Stephon Gilmore is what he is. Right. But the quarterback's not going to do that every week. Gilmore can be good, but the other team's quarterback is not going to throw four picks and split it between two corners. Uh, Did you also see, (laughs) speaking of those picks, Andy Dalton, uh, the NFL writer for the Boston Globe, suggested that the Patriots should sign him next year. He sucks. I know. He's really bad. Yeah. And, like, that's – this is supposed like a – Who's uh, the NFL writer? Ben Volan? Yeah. They should sign him? Yep. That's si- a terrible idea. Sign him or – the other name you threw out there? Jameis Winston. I'd rather have Jameis Winston. Me too. Because Jameis Winston can, can make, make plays. plays. I mean, he makes, He's the Otis he, Smith he of makes, quarterbacks. He makes a lot of bad Both ones. teams. Right. Like, what is he? He's going to throw for 5,000 yards and, like, 30 interceptions. Yeah. 28 interceptions, yeah. something. Whatever. There was a stat – I saw today, Winston has thrown five interceptions on the first drive this year. Of the game? Yep. But the, the Bucks are 4-1 and one in those games. So he just needs to get warmed Can up. Can you imagine coaching him? Well, it must be a nice nightmare. Like yeah. Bruce Arians this year gets thrown in there. His old, you know, been around the league He a just long drinks, time. though. I got to work with this guy. He just goes home and drinks, and he freely admits it. I guess that's one way. It's the hard stuff. Scotch or whatever he likes to drink. All right, let's get into some pro bowlers. Okay. Nobody won the voting. Nope. Which I think is embarrassing for Patriot Nation. I'm I, calling you people out. I said this to somebody yesterday. Maybe it was you. Like I don't know. But I said that it hurts Matthew Slater that he doesn't have a, a Twitter for this. But you shouldn't have to. I know, but like that's... All your fans have the digital. They have the ability right. to go online, to do whatever. If they want to tweet... Whatever they can do it. This is a, this is a, this is a fan contest. So this Patriots used to be fans, what New England fans were good at. This used to get all the Red Sox into right. these things. Like when I got Devlin voted to the Pro Bowl a couple years ago. Oh, that was if you, you want, I did. Okay. He thanked me for it. Okay. If you want to get this done, you should be able to get it done. And you have legitimately not only the best cornerback in football. Well, I think Patriots fans. I think Patriots player. fans just say, "Well, we're not going to be in that game. We're going to be in the Super Bowl, so we don't care about it." Well, you're not. So. So There's the a good chance you're not. Start caring about and the Pro Bowl again. By the way, these guys care whether they get to play in it or not. They, a lot of the guys have bonuses. But in even it. beyond that, it's bragging rights. You know, this um, all-time team that's coming out. I was reading all the 24 wide receivers. 
Everybody pro lists Pro uh, Bowls, all pros, you know, all decade teams. That is kind of what people go off of. Right. Especially people, you know, 15 years from now right. aren't going to be able to remember what Some Julian Edelman P- was. Some host guy from the 40s. Like, they list right. all NFL, all Pro Bowl. Like, right. And Julian Edelman has one fraudulent Pro Bowl So on the Patriots resume. have three Pro Bowlers on, on the team. Correct. Matthew Stephon Slater. Gilmore. Why would you start with Matthew Gilmore? I mean, Matthew Gilmore, yep. Who's Matthew Gilmore? I don't know. Who is Matthew Gilmore? I think it's a Little House on the Prairie guy or something. I don't know who Matthew Gilmore is. Good try. Gilmore Girls? Maybe. Okay, can you start with the best player? Not Stephon the special Gilmore. Teamer? Okay. Dante Hightower. Ooh, boogeyman. And Matthew Slater. So just three. And I would say Gilmore is a home run. If, no if he weren't there, that would be an embarrassment to the league. That would be just pro football focuses. Stupid grades have swayed people to vote against yeah, him I mean, or you something. Yeah, the guy that's going to be the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year not being a Pro Bowler. So right. That's, that was sort of a everybody. Knew Although that'd that be a good him. chip for the shoulder of the Patriots oh, and for they, him and everything. They would have liked that. Um, Slater is good. He's really good, and he's got the resume. He missed last year, right? It was like eight straight years. Then he, I don't think he got it last year. It was last year? It was the year that he was hurt and missed all the games. I think last year he missed it. But after like, eight or nine. But in I a row. think Slater sort of gets the, the nod because of the name. Like, there's no stats for special teams. Like, I mean, the Raiders, but like, scored a touchdown. I know that, but like, blocked our, a punt. Our, our players and he coaches. He blocked one and recovered one, right? Yeah. Okay. That's oh, good. He's deserving. He got away with an illegal play, but <laughs> caused a muff last week. We didn't talk about that. That was an illegal play. It was no doubt in my mind it was an illegal play. You could see it live. Yes. And I don't know how it didn't. Got through? Like, I, but did Zach Taylor need to challenge that? I mean, it was a turnover, so it shouldn't have already been No, it should have been automatic, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I don't think that Bad officiating. Very oh, wait, bad. I didn't hear a lot about that this Me week neither. from Patriots fans. Me it's neither. weird. They were bitching all week about the Chiefs game, but I didn't hear much this week. No. Funny how that works. Um, I also saw Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Um, did you see him blow up the perfectly timed, from what I saw, highlight? No. Uh, he blew up the Packers punt returner and... Like old school, not like barely got there in time. Timed it perfectly, so ball hit. Now, I heard it was sort of a controversial call, so I don't know if there was replay. I didn't see the game live or much about it, but he covering as a, like a gunner blew a guy up. It was pretty. Um, Hightower. Hightower, he's a good linebacker on a good defense. Like I don't think he's been as dominant. He was better early. Then he's been over the second half of the season, yeah, which but sort then, of but falls in line with the, the team and the but competition. But it comes back to you know, guys that play for the best defense are going to get named to the no, Pro Bowl. No, but my point would be if you had to rank the three linebackers, in which order would you send them to the Pro Bowl? That's a tough one. Well, I, I didn't ask for it. It's a tough one. Give me a ranking. Jack Wagon. <sighs> what did I call you earlier in the year? Dipshit? Probably. I don't. Give me the dipshit rankings. Hightower, Collins, Van Noy. Oh, you're such a... What are you doing? What, what are you your put rankings? Hightower there because he wants. No, what are your rankings? Oh, the players and what coaches must think he's good. What are your rankings? Um, I would probably go Collins. What has he done lately? Uh, missed tackles, like right. the rest of them. What's he, Hightower done lately? Probably the same thing. That's my point. They both faded. All three of them, I think, faded a little bit. I think all three are good. Um, none, in my opinion, are like... But it comes down to an, a national thing because these are the players and coaches voting for it. So when a player because right, Hightower's good in the Super Bowl, so right, everybody knows him. Right. That, but that's what my point is. A player in Oakland doesn't know what Kyle Van Noy's done this year. Right. Like, do you think the players are taking this hundred percent seriously and you know going no. through? Oh God, no. Right. They, no, no, no. It's, it's all they name, always ask it's all, each it's other. All name Who'd recognition. you vote for? Or right. This and that. Yeah, yeah. So no. they, someone in in you know uh, Oakland is like, oh Hightower, he made some big <laughs> plays in the Super Bowl. Check. Right. 
so it's not like people are going through and, and taking it. So really, you could say the only truly deserving player was Gilmore. Like, he's a no-questions-asked, truly no, deserving. I would say Slater's been. He's made some plays. He's good. I'm sure if I watched another team, well, there's another thing. gunner. We, can't, we, we don't know who's I'm sure there's what. another gunner on another team that's just as good. Right. I mean, he's got a guy next to him almost as good. Justin Bethel? Yeah. They've made a lot of tackles. Yeah, they're supposed to. <laughs> I don't know if you know how that works. Um, Snubs. Edelman? Deserving? Edelman. I think you could, but, but like, I don't think it's a super strong It's sort case. of the same thing. You put his numbers against some other numbers of guys in the league, and they're the same. Like, He's fine. But, I mean, you, you, like, so, like, if you're going to list wide receivers, Michael Thomas starts the discussion. Well, he's in the NFC. No, no, no. But I'm just oh. saying Pro Bowl wide receivers. Michael Thomas, right? Yep. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. No question. Uh, who Evans. Godwin. Probably. Uh, Lockett's pretty good. Did Lockett make it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't I haven't checked out the whole roster yet. Um, he's in the conversation. He could be a Pro Bowler. Now he's never really been to the Pro Bowl. They they put it on his like 2014 season. We're talking about Edelman. Yes, Edelman. But it's like retroactive. It didn't even used to be in his bio, and then they went back and put it in his bio. I remember PR called me one day when I said on the radio he wasn't a Pro Bowler, and they're like, he went in 2014. The same thing with McCourty we for did. one of these years too. Yeah, but at least he went once. Okay. He was a Pro Bowler. When I look back, I even looked at through like the NFL releases, and I could. They even listed a bunch of alternates and fill-ins and, and his injury. Name wasn't there, and at his all? name was not on the list at all. Do you think this bothers him? Uh, yeah, it I should. Do, I do too. And it should. I like people around the league don't really factor in like playing through toughness and all that stuff, but like they should. But look at his numbers. Right. He's the only guy that Brady has that he can trust. That's got to factor in. For he's also thing. having one of his better seasons. His best. Like now, he's he's going to shatter. Is he going to yeah. – we'll see how it goes. Oh, well, if, yeah, a two for nine-yard performance. Two more of those, and all of a sudden you were well on your way to not having a career It's going to be close. Right. But he is putting up Wes Welker-type numbers. Anyone else you think got snubbed? Any of the linebackers could have gone or not gone. I think Van Oy, Collins, and – Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots do not make the Super Bowl. You see all those linebackers be additions. Added yeah. for other – yeah, they could be replacements, but – Anyone else? Uh, Devin McCourty? McCourty? Yeah. I think you could send. That's it. Jake Jake Bailey, if the Titans, for some reason, make it to the Super right. Bowl. Right. But even he's been good. I don't know that he's been, like, he's dominant. Not, he's another guy. Great start to the year, and now it's kind right. of just. I mean, his numbers are run of the mill. Yeah. He's middle of the pack in both net and gross. He's punted a lot. He has. He set a franchise record for punts inside the 20. It's not a good thing. It's not. Not at all. <laughs> that was actually announced in the press box the last home game, and it's like, that's sort of just acknowledging your your offense sucks. It's piss poor. Okay, let's get into the game. I was just going to say that. Okay, I'm sorry I said it first. Um, where do you want to start? Um, Josh that? Allen. To me, he's the only key to this game. Yeah, and, and If Bill, he does not turn it over, you're in a dogfight because you were in a dogfight when he turned it over. Yep. Three picks the first time? You had the blocked punt, which is the only points you really got. Right, but I believe he also threw three picks. He could be right. Um, if he doesn't turn it over, and I believe he's had three picks he's, he's since. Playing, he's playing a lot better. I want to say in the maybe four since week four. But he's hasn't turned the ball over. It's been the whole story of their season, of him and his development. Now, he's not making plays. He's got Brady-like numbers where he throws for 160 yards a game. But just watching that game against the Steelers, he made more plays than Brady's been making of late. And he can make plays with his legs. They can run those little draws. Yep. It's Now, we should get into this because Bill likes to differentiate because some media members for Weird reasons have said Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen in the yeah, same I, sentence. I heard that. 
It's it's weird. It's it's, it's more not even close. Cam Newton and Josh Allen are similar. Yeah. He runs some of those old Cam Newton QB draws, like right through the A gap or the B gap, like not afraid to run a linebacker over fullback type. That's plays. more in the red zone that they like. Yes, that. but it works. No, because you get an extra block, and you need to prepare for it. Right. Because um, if they score touchdowns in the red zone and you're kicking field goals, you might be in trouble. Or not kicking field goals at all. That's true. Oh, he folks been good, been hitting the ball well. Yes. He's fully recovered, Bill said. A couple weeks ago he wasn't sure, but now he's back. Okay, you have to get you have to get into field goal range first. Plus it's December in New England, who knows if how windy it's gonna be right. or whatever it could be an issue on Saturday at So do you five think th- do you think this is a game that they need to have a spy on Josh Allen or No. I don't think so either. I think they just play fundamentally and then Jonathan Jones puts a helmet under his chin and knocks him out of the game and you win. Is this a game where you would blitz Allen? Trying to make him. Ah, uh, no, make, no, no. I would let him throw, 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 so and throw some. So this is game you drop yep. seven, seven deep. Because I wouldn't. I maybe this is me. Maybe I haven't watched enough of him since. I know the numbers, but I'm not going to pretend I've seen every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think he'll make the, the turnovers, the dumb. I mean, plays. he saw some of those. They weren't turnovers against the Steelers, but he was missing wide open guys. Right, that's what he does. He's not very accurate. And yeah, no, that's his. That's who he is. I mean, he these makes teams him, he are makes, similar. He makes some unbelievable throws, but then he makes some really bad throws. These teams are similar in a lot of ways. Relying a lot of ways. Defense, yes. Relying on their defense. Their running game is okay, but not great. It's mm. not. Neither team has the ability to just say we're going to line up and run it for three hundred yards. Nope. Um, so I, I think there's some similarities. You don't necessarily trust the quarterback completely on either team. Now. Well, I think you can trust Brady not to make the mistake. Well, sometimes, except for that stretch of like six straight games where he hit a guy in the chest in the red zone, of, including in Buffalo, by the way, where Micah Hyde said, quote, Bill, he was staring right at him. <laughs> Remember that? I don't forget these things. That was, you can point, that was Brady's worst game of the year. Ugh, there's a lot of those. That was Brady's worst game of the year. We can do a debate on we could. how many of those there were. But, I don't, like, Brady's not gonna. You don't fear him making a mistake to cost your to cost the Patriots the game. Josh Allen, you have that fear. Yeah, I don't totally eliminate Brady from making a mistake. He's cut down game. on them lately because I think he has a new attitude. I really do. He was asked. No, Jim, but, Jim Curry asked him about taking risks, and he basically said, "I can't take risk anymore because like, like I we can't afford to turn the ball over." If you believe his elbow is injured, and that's why he's overthrowing guys like Sanu, Sanu, like, well, if he overthrows him, there's always can be a safety there, right? Sure. So I don't totally discount the his ability to throw a bad pick. Because so, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of saying he's hurt and he's not throwing as accurately as usual. You you would never you have to you have to say that you have more faith in Tom Brady not turning the ball over than Josh Allen. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. But my point is there should be a huge divide. And there's not as big It's as not as big a divide in okay. my mind. Other thing I guess the receivers. The Bills receivers are probably better than the Patriots receivers. Um probably. Yeah. Now you never think you'd certainly be saying that if, right now. if Edelman is not what he is, because what, he's supposed what to be. percentage do you think he played at the other day? 35, 40. No, I, I, yeah, no. I was thinking below 50 yeah. percent, basically. Yeah. Um, if he's that, then you don't have much. No. Nikhil, trial by fire. This is like one of those dads who takes their kid to the top of the mountain, puts the skis on, said, pushes. You'll learn. Luck. That's what Nikhil Harry would be if that if that were this situation this week again, which could very well be. Uh, yeah. Now, and you have like the Bills. Tre'Davious White is up there with Stephon Gilmore as one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Yep. Both have six picks, tied so for the league lead. If you're the Bills, I wouldn't throw in his direction, Tom. But as if as, if you're the Bills, is, is it even worth putting White on Edelman? Um, probably. I don't know. Does it you matter? Probably yes, because who else are you gonna throw him on? Nikhil Harry, Harry, Sanu, Sanu, like, like 
doesn't really matter. They're all beneath him right now. Right. And only Edelman. I only say that of Edelman because he's hurt. Right. If and, he were 100%. And I think we can, we can openly say that he's probably not going to be – he's not going to be 100%. You're not going to go from 45% to 100% overnight. No, he's – Now, he may be better. He may not be better. Right. It's a short week. That doesn't help. Nope. Which, he which, took hits. Which adds to the fact, why, why did he even play last week? It's a great question. It doesn't – You go to Belichick press conferences, why don't you ask him? I'm sure he'd give me a great answer. I'm sure he'd get on the radio. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Is that our own Ryan Hannaby with that question? Bill doesn't seem happy. <laughs> That's probably how it would go. Other side of the ball, the Patriots' defense against the Bills' offense. I don't fear the Bills' offense, really. Me neither. But they're not incapable, either. No, they can make. They show the ability that they can throw the ball down the field. They're not. Brian yes. Dable's called a very good offense this year. It's a he's, little interesting cat-and-mouse game there, He's too. put himself into position by <laughs> some people to be... In the mix for some head coaching jobs. By me. I don't think he's ready. Why? F you. He's not ready. F you. He's not ready. Have you ever looked at his resume? Do you know anything about Brian Dable? Yeah, he's, he's now been, my panties are in a bunch. He's been coordinator for a lot of teams. Yeah. In college and ones. pros. You saying the Bills are bad? It's one year. Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs, Browns. Those offenses weren't great. Some of them beat the Patriots. Those offenses were not great. He didn't have great talent. I'm not saying he's he's you not. You can only do what you can only do. He, how old is Brian Dable? Um, 40? Josh. He's Josh's age. Okay, so 42. Probably 42, 43 in that range. So he's still relatively young. So it's Very not like, nice man, it's not like he's you know past his chance of being a head coach. No, not, but he's maybe, coming off a good season. But do you think he's one of these guys he that. He found a way to make Josh Allen not throw interceptions. That's great. Isn't that good? Is that enough? It was one year enough to all of a sudden make him a head coach? Two words. Who? Zach Taylor. And we all know how. An ill-equipped sideline uh, poopy face. But there's a reason why he went to the Bengals. Because nobody else wanted to be the coach of the Bengals. Everybody wants to be a head coach. Not the Bengals. Everybody wants to be a head coach. Of Cincinnati? Everybody wants to be a head coach. They're the most talented team in football, according to Bill Belichick. (laughs) He didn't say team. Zach Taylor should be kicking ass and taking names. He didn't say team. He's got the best receiver, the best running back, the best tight end. Best uh, Best receiver hasn't played, but... (laughs) Important detail. We're not going to Yeah, stay away from details. Um, No, I think Brian Dable should be a head coaching candidate, but in this game in particular, I also think he's a dangerous coach because I think he's a good, solid coach, but he also likes to mix in trick plays Experiment. It called, wouldn't stun me if he, he does. Called any. one against um, the Steelers that they couldn't do because the Steelers blew it up. But they were going to call a, a halfback pass. In the yes, but he he'll he'll probably have some sort of option wrinkles because the option plays have given the Patriots some issues. Yep. Whether it's out of that little diamond tight end formation well, or and something. And that's the other thing too. Josh Allen makes plays with his feet. The Patriots have had trouble stopping mobile quarterbacks. You can design some plays for so that. So you're picking the Bills. Um, picking the Bills with the points. Oh, it's like six and a half. I don't know why the line is so high. I know. Didn't you think that was strangely high? I did. Um, here's a, a little nugget. I'm not telling who I'm picking yet. That'll be in my Friday six-pack, which is a day before the game now, oh, if I so, do it. Yeah, my um, Oh, if you <laughs> Got a lot of radio this week. Um, according to my friend Dale Arnold, yep. Patriots have been favored for like 70 straight games or something and like 30 at home or I don't know, some streak. They have a streak of favored. Okay. Maybe it's only at home. I don't know. I think maybe it's at home. Um, I said were, to him, they though. they weren't favored against the Chiefs last year. They shouldn't have been. Oh. They weren't. Um, that streak, to me, could be in jeopardy because... When? Uh, can I finish my sentence? <laughs> I'm the one who interrupts on this podcast, not you. Uh, divisional round. Because if they 
even if they win the next two weeks, struggle a little bit and then have the bye, and the Kansas City Chiefs play on Wild Card Weekend and, and s- blow doors off the Steelers, yep. maybe. I don't know if it'd be. I don't the even think they need to blow them out. Just win, and then come here after beating the Patriots here in the regular and season. Off of whatever it would be, like a four. Or Won't five be huge, but it could be like a you know two and a half, three two point favorite. Steeler favorite. I mean, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs favorite, not Steelers. possible. Steelers. Duck um, will not that's be the favored. only team that could have that happen. Like the Texans would never be favored here. I don't care if they won the wild card game by sixty points. That's probably accurate. Yeah, probably accurate. But, but I think the Chiefs are a legitimate possibility. Yeah, because they would be coming high. The Patriots probably wouldn't be unless they somehow score 40 points these next two games, which I don't think is going to happen. Well, they couldn't the last game. It's the Dolphins. I don't know. The Dolphins are playing tough. Brian Flores oh, coming geez. back here. So now we've reached that point. Is what? this now moral victory region? What? Like we're already making excuses like the Dolphins are they're a pretty good team. They're playing tough. <laughs> couldn't possibly score 35 or 40 points against them. Why the F not? Because you're the 2019 You know where the best talent Miami plays? On other teams. They traded it all away. They're not that good. Nope. Okay? If you play Pittsburgh, you'll play the best safety for the Dolphins, right? Yep. If you play Houston, you'll play their best offensive Mm -hmm. lineman. If you play the Cardinals, you'll play their best running back. They've shipped all their talent out of town. They're playing hard for Brian Forrest. Um, Oh, so, um, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I thought the Patriots are playing hard, too. They are. That's what Bill's told me every week, how hard they play. I mean, we had Joe Mixon bottled up. That's just a great running back making plays there. We're, I mean, we're playing that. He got 126 yards rushing. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, no, they if in Week 17, pending they play everybody, they should beat the Dolphins. Feel good. Yes. Well, I feel better about that one than I did about the Bengals. You should hope so going into the playoffs. But that's probably going to be a case where... But you're talking up the fight of the Dolphins. No, but going into that game... We've seen this in the past. Once they wrap up the victory, they'd probably pull the offense. Right. So I don't think you can really learn anything from that game because your starters probably won't play. Because if they the beat half. the Bills. Yep. I don't know. Can you explain the rest to me? You wrote the whole story. <laughs> if they beat the Bills. I had nothing if else they, in If that they sense. beat the Bills, they lock up the division, and they're either going to be the two or the three seed. Oh, so they can still be the three if they lose to Miami? If they lose to Miami, and yeah, because the, and the Chiefs <laughs> would have to win out because the Chiefs own the tiebreaker. Ooh, yeah, tiebreakers. Right. So they will have to beat Miami. Yeah. Unless yeah. the Chiefs lose this week, which they could to the Bears, but probably not. So more if than likely. If the Chiefs lose to the Bears, I'm not going to be very impressed. Right. Okay. Th- that's good for the Patriots. Right, but it won't happen. Probably They're not. starting to pick up a little steam, it feels like. The Chiefs, yeah. Yeah. And they just added Terrell Suggs. Yeah. That's he's, not good. He's reporting. T-Sizzle. Andy Reid convinced him to win a championship. Uh, I would, too. Why would you not? Yeah, I don't really. Like for a month? I don't understand, too. If you really wanted to go to the Ravens, why would you point that out there and say, I'm only going to the Ravens? Like, that worked negatively. I yeah. Think. Like, that. Yeah, that whole him thing saying was a little that, weird. It's like you can make an argument that the Chiefs <laughs> only claimed him because they're worried of him Keep going him away. to the best, right. to their best competition. Or 2 prong. Maybe he'll come to us, but at right. worst, he won't go to them. Right. Right. Addition by subtraction. So, Celtics theory. Anything else on the game? On the game? Yeah. Um,. Can we talk about Brandon Bolden? Sure. It's kind of random. Well, this whole thing has snuck up on me because I've been very critical of Brandon Bolden's kick return ability. Oh, you're, you're He's the eleventh best kick returner in the National Football League. That stuns me. That says a lot about the kick returners in the NFL. It's totally just irrelevant. There's no more kick returns. But no. at least Patterson has big ones. <laughs> kick returns too. Yeah. Um, like, what they play? Play on, did they play on... Yeah, they played the Bears, right? I mean, the uh, Cowboys? Who are you talking about? Pa- the Bears. 
Patterson. The Bears played the Packers. No, on Thanksgiving. Right? The Bears played. Didn't he have a big kickoff to sw- flip the field? No, the Bears did not play. No, the, yeah, the Bears played the Lions. <sighs> You're pissing me <laughs> off at the end of this podcast. I, when I'm was the last th- time Brandon Bolden flipped the field or did anything of the such? I see him catch the ball at the 12 and get tackled at the I 20. Can't, I can't remember a single. Even this week, he had a short one with a full head of steam, full the sprint. Patriots had a kick return that get him past like the 35. Oh, no. Right. It doesn't happen. But he's the 11th best in the game. Are you the 11th best at anything? No. It's, 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 <laughs> so who are we to criticize Brandon Bolden's true, kick returns? But but I, every time I would do what the Patriots have done in recent years, that whole that kick to the two well, to Brandon Bolden. That's what I was just going to say. There's no fear with Bolden, so teams are just kicking it to the yeah. two-yard line, whereas other teams are kicking it out of right. the end zone. To no maybe, fear. Maybe that's why he's the 11th ranked guy in the league. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'm, I apologize, Brandon Bolden, because he's also a very nice man. Yes, and has contributed in the special teams game besides his kick return. Uh, significantly and, more in the other areas than his kick returning. And he's um, always there to run a jet run, sweep. Or run in the goal line or run Whatever on you third need. and short. He's there. And that's what you're banking on is that run game led by Brandon Bolden really coming I, on. Th- Damian th- Harris, don't give up on him. A couple I, more weeks. I think it's time to give up on Damian Harris. Like we really, I really thought that maybe there was a slim chance against the Bengals they would have seen what they had. but Yeah, I don't. Are we saying he's hurt? or I'm not saying he's hurt. But then what is it? Nothing. No idea. I got nothing. I well, got nothing for you. The good news is we get the assistant coaches coming up either this week or next week, and we can ask Ivan Fears again for the 80th time this Where year. Where is Damian Harris? Well, he's working hard in practice, and he's just waiting How for How come we never see him? Why can't he at least be active? Everybody's been asking that. Maybe Rex Burkhead will be the key. Maybe. It was a nice run last week. I could have ran through that hole. No, but the pitter-patter, pitter-patter-patter, and then when he, he, although it was alarmingly long. I don't know if you noticed that. It was a little Andy Hart high school-ish run where he pitter-patter, pitter-patter, and he's waiting for the safety to pick a side. But normally you get tackled from behind on those when you pitter-patter, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. They were patter. playing the Bengals who had given up at that point. And even when they don't give up, they stink at run defense. So uh, no questions this week. That was nice job, jackass. Ryan bad. Dipshit. Doing it a day early, so I didn't really think ahead. And Stop making excuses. You screwed up. I screwed up. Don't, don't delete this, though, like other people have threatened to. <laughs> we need this to be posted. Yes. Okay. Posted. So we'll talk to you uh, special Saturday edition. Special Saturday edition. Oh, no, that's going to work. Will people be listening on Sunday morning on the way to church? I don't know if we're really pre-church listening. <laughs> so what, so we're, we Quite frankly, I don't know if people are listening at all. This may just be you, me, and a microphone. <laughs> Could be. Right? We don't know. If we do it, and we hope people listen, and we, we did, hope they enjoy. We did well if they for the don't, first two months, three months. We, right. We don't know how we've done the last month and Could have gone down the crapper recently. Who knows? But uh, thank but you for the people who have listened. Yes. And tell a friend. Yep. Subscribe. Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're not on all of them because I've had people tell me that they couldn't find what us on some Spotify? of them. I think Spotify they couldn't yeah, find Spotify. us on. Um, but try there, to find there are other us. ways to find yeah, us. Yeah. If you have to, go to com. You can listen there. That way. Unless, of course, you're in... Europe. Europe or outside the United States, then you can't. Sorry, there's nothing I can do. Call corporate, not my issue. And go on Twitter, follow us, hashtag off day pod. Even though no one really does that, I don't know why we say it. Or we say it because our boss wants us to say it. Yes, do all that good stuff. We appreciate it. I always it. do what my boss tells me to do. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you after the game on Saturday.